Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the holidays. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. It sounds so weird, but I hope you have some amazing things planned for yourself in the new year. And this is a time of year that we all jump into New Year's resolutions. I am not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. Part of the reason I am not is because I don't think you need to wait till January 1st to create a goal. And the other thing is on January 1st or on New Year's Eve or whatever makes these resolutions, whether it's to lose weight or start working out or, you know, doing all these different things. And then they jump into it, not prepared, and then they end up not succeeding. And then they feel really crappy about themselves. Right? Most resolutions go broken, you know, I think really within the month of January as it is. So I want to talk to you today about underperforming, how to stop underperforming, and different areas of your life where we underperform. And this isn't to make you feel bad about yourself. The purpose of me just using the phrase underperform is that you really know deep in your soul and your heart whether you're underperforming. Like, you know if you could put in more, you could do more, you could be better. On the golf course, it more looks like you know you can make the shot, but you just get in your own damn way. You keep yourself from performing your best. Whether you're going out and trying to lose weight, I mean, you know how to lose weight, right? You know why you gained weight. (laughs) You know how to lose weight. It's why we don't do it. Same thing with working out, right? We have the best intentions to start a new fitness program or start working out. It's not about having the knowledge necessarily or knowing what to do. You can Google all the things to figure out what to do. It's why we don't do it, why we get in our own way, how we sabotage ourselves from moving forward. If we look up underperform in the dictionary, it says to perform less well than expected. In this situation, I'm not talking about your boss expecting you to perform to a certain level or if you're a teacher expecting your students to perform to a certain level. I am talking about you performing less than you expected to perform. Of course, I have a whole podcast on expectations and keeping those in check. This is more about that, really that feeling that you know you're getting in your own way. Some of the synonyms for underperform are underachieve, failing, floundering, disappointing, folding, screwing up. (laughs) None of those sound very good. The opposite of underperforming is is excelling. So what I want to talk to you today about is how to excel, how to stop underperforming, how to stop getting in your own way on whatever you decided to start 2022 with, whether it's you have a goal of losing weight, you have a goal of working out, you have a goal of playing better this year, winning some more tournaments, winning a club championship, lowering your handicap, whatever it is, I'm going to start with a general framework for you and show you how we get in our own way and what needs to happen for you to stop underperforming. And so why is underperforming a problem? We're designed to keep growing and moving forward to taking things to the next level. You might have started as a golfer with a 40 handicap and got down to a 30. You had a choice right there at that moment to sit there and go, good enough. 
I'm satisfied. This is as good as I want to get. Or you decide I want to go and be a 20 or a 10 or a scratch, start playing in tournaments. That's your decision. You get to decide. This is not about beating yourself up and saying, I'm a 30 handicap and I'm totally content. Wait a minute, should I be beating myself up because I know I could be a 20? No, it's like I play tennis really poorly. I'm fine with that. (laughs) I don't want to become a better tennis player. I play for fun. I know I can. It's just not a priority to me, right? Because for me to become a better tennis player, I have to totally change my stroke. I have a golfer's kind of tennis stroke. It doesn't work very well if I'm going to play in competitions. It's not, it's not something I really want to do. So am I underperforming on really my truest potential as a tennis player? For sure. Am I okay with it? For sure. It's not, and it's not something I want to necessarily get better at. We, there's so many different things we could do better. I could be a better cook. Definitely. It depends on who you're asking in my family, but I think I could be a better cook, right? I could make better meals. It's just not a priority for me right now, but I'm not shaming myself or blaming myself. So this is not about all the things. These are the things that are important to you. What I want you to do as you're listening to this podcast is pick that one thing that is important for you for 2022, where you want to get started, whether it's your golf game or health or relationships or careers or fitness. It doesn't matter. You can use this whole formula that I'm going to show you, this understanding on how to get out of your own way on any area that you want. But be kind to yourself in the process. Pick something that is important because if you do not have a strong enough reason on why you want to up-level yourself in that arena, why you want to perform better, why you want to create different results for yourself, you're not going to, right? And then you're going to beat yourself up. So make sure that you're picking something that you care about. When you know you can do better and you're putting in the effort and you're not, it feels very crappy. You're frustrated. You're disappointed. And I want to help shift that for you. I want you to start seeing how you can create different results for yourself and feel better along the way. Often what happens, especially with golf, well, actually, I can make analogies to a lot of different things, but we don't perform the way that we think we should. And what we do is we practice more. We take more lessons. We buy new equipment. We try all the things. And if you do that, I'm not saying that practicing more is a bad thing. It takes you being curious and noticing that practicing more is actually changing your results, that you're getting better results from it. Otherwise, we just keep repeating this pattern of not doing so great, practicing harder, not doing so great, practicing harder. At some point, we have to stop and really start taking a look at it. Same thing with losing weight. I'm just using this as a general example. I coach people on weight loss, but I'm just using this as a general example, too, because this is what so many people do at the beginning of the year is they go on all these fitness and health kicks. So you decide you want to lose weight and you're going to start a new program, a new diet. It's not about the diet. You can try any diet you want. They all work. It's why you aren't working the diet. Same thing with fitness. You're going to get in better shape if you just get outside and start walking. It's not about the fitness program. It's about why you are doing the fitness program, why you stop doing the fitness program. Same thing with golf, right? We all of a sudden like, let's find that new trick or that new toy or that new gadget that's going to make all the difference in the world. But if you keep taking your same brain out onto the golf course where you're sabotaging yourself, it doesn't matter what equipment you have or how many lessons you took or how many baskets of balls you you, uh, hit, you're going to keep getting in your own way. So this is where you start. You want to pick one thing. And what happens is we often get very general in what we want to have happen. I want to play better. That's not very specific. 
right? I want to just feel better. I want to be in better shape, not very specific, right? It's so subjective. So I want you to pick one very specific thing. Let's talk about golf. So you want to play better. Pick one area that is going to help you score better. For most people, it's going to be in their short game area. So let's pick chipping. Let's say you're struggling with your chipping. And that's one area that you want to start to improve on. You want to be very curious about what kind of results are you getting in your chipping. You might notice that you're sculling a lot of shots. It's costing you shots around the green. You're sculling them. You're flubbing them. You're chili dipping them, laying the sod over them, <laughs> whatever, whatever it might be. Now you want to be curious. All right, that's what I'm doing. Even though I know how to do it on the range, right? it's different if you need to learn a skill, right? You maybe want to go and work on that skill. But if I can do it on the range or the practice area, on the golf course, I'm a different person and I start hitting all these dramatic chip shots that are costing me so many shots. You want to be curious about what you're actually doing over the ball. Yes, the result is a skull or the or a fat shot or a missed shot, but what are you doing over that shot that's different than the practice area? Are you holding it tighter? Are you swinging faster? Are you coming out of your posture? Are these things that you're not doing when you're in the practice area? Then you want to ask yourself, what are you feeling before you hit that shot? Are you nervous, anxious, stressed? Do you feel pressure? Are you mad over the shot because you hit it there? You've got to be curious and start paying attention. And then notice what is the thought that is creating that emotion? It could be, I don't want to skull this. I might skull this. I don't want to make a double bogey. You want to notice the thought or the thoughts that is behind creating that action of you missing that shot. Right? Your thought is going to create that feeling, and that feeling is going to drive you to squeeze tighter, swing faster, do all the things. When it comes to, let's say you want to lose weight, get it down to one thing. What is the one thing right now that you can focus on that is getting in the way of you losing weight? You might notice, well, I'm eating ice cream after dinner. So what are you feeling before you're eating the ice cream? This is where you want to be curious. You might just sit there and say, I have an urge, which is fine. That's a feeling. And then you want to notice, what am I thinking? And then you might be thinking, I had a long day, I deserve this. It's as simple as that. Same thing with working out. Let's say you want to start working out and you just can't get yourself out of bed. You want to work out first thing in the morning and you just keep hitting the snooze alarm and you sleep your way through that window where you're going to work out. That's what you're doing, right? And then you want to ask yourself, what's going on? What are you thinking? You're thinking, oh, this just can wait. I'm tired. I'll do it tomorrow. It's not that big a deal. 10 more minutes. Listen to the conversation that is causing the actions of you not putting on your sneakers and your workout clothes and going to the gym. So those are your steps. Pick one specific thing to focus on that is going to help you move you closer towards performing better or achieving more or reaching your goal or whatever you want to do. Then you're going to start noticing what are you doing? What are you feeling? What are you thinking at that given moment in time? It starts with you being curious. It starts with awareness. Because this is what happens, my friends. Most people just say it's something that is happening to them. I just can't stop hitting the alarm and snoozing through it. I just can't stop eating ice cream. I can't control my urges. I can't stop squeezing the club tight over a chip shot and chili dipping it. You're giving up all your control that it's not true. That's just you not stopping and paying attention and being curious. You can't change something if you're not aware of it, intentionally at least, right? We can create bad habits unintentionally. That's how they got there in the first place. 
So there's three stages you're going to go through before you really make a significant change or shift as you move closer to performing and getting the goals that you want to achieve. And I want to make sure that you're not judging yourself or shaming yourself or blaming yourself along the way. It might take you hitting the snooze alarm for two weeks before you sit there and go, I notice I'm hitting the snooze alarm every time. All right, this has to stop. How can I stop it? Because your first stage is you're going to notice it after it happens. Going back to golf, right? We're going to hit a chip shot and you're going to chili dip a chip shot or skull a chip shot. And you're like, oh man, I swung really fast over that ball or I squeezed really hard or I decelerated. Whatever it is, you're going to notice it after it happens. That's stage one. Totally fine. Everybody starts there. You start noticing it after the fact. You're going to be sitting there emptying out that half gallon of ice cream. (laughs) And you're going to be, damn, I did it again. That's fine. Now it's time to be curious. Go through those steps that I told you about being curious. Then your next stage is where it's happening in the middle of the shot, let's say. You're standing over the ball and you're noticing that you're starting to squeeze tighter. You notice your practice swing is getting longer or shorter. You're halfway through the gallon of ice cream and you notice like, what the heck am I doing? That's the second stage of awareness. And then your next stage of awareness where you really want to get to, where you take back a lot of control, where you really can start shifting things is where you notice it before it happens. You anticipate it happening. So that would mean that you're going in, you're like, I have a chip shot. I have a tendency here to squeeze a little bit harder, swing a little bit fast, come out of my posture, mess up my tempo because I get a little nervous because I have a tendency to say to myself and worry that I'm going to miss it. And I have a plan. I have a plan so that when I stand over that ball, I can be more calm and relaxed. I know words to say to myself. I know how to deal with my emotions now. I know how to let go of the nervousness and create more calm in myself so that I can make the swing that I own, the swing that I can do in the practice area. You might get to after dinner and you're like, this is the time that I have an urge for ice cream. I know what's going to happen right here. I'm going to tell myself that I deserve it, but I'm going to do X, Y, and Z instead. I'm going to allow my urge to be there. I'm not going to answer my urge. And that's how you break the habit of eating ice cream. You change one thing at a time. You get up to work out. And you're like, I know I have a tendency to hit my alarm five times before I get out of bed and I sleep through my window to work out. I have a plan to change that. I'm going to hit it once. I'm going to count to five. I'm going to get out of bed and my shoes are going to be right there, whatever it is for you. So you start noticing it beforehand. And this is the thing about going through these steps of awareness is when you tackle one thing in one area of your life, it's like pulling a string on a hem or pulling out a Jenga block. And then all the pieces start coming unraveled or falling down. It starts trickling into so many different areas of your life. But what happens is we get so stuck because we're trying to tackle all of it at one time. The skill, my friend, is basically the same. You're just going to rinse and repeat. You're going to change just the subject matter in there, but you really want to do the same thing over and over again. And as you do that, you build up so much confidence in your ability to shift your thoughts and your brain and rewire the way that you're thinking about different things so that you can start performing better, so you can start excelling and achieving more. This was evident in my podcast a couple podcasts ago with Adam. He first tackled his putting. He's like, yeah, I got that. It was kind of a low-hanging fruit, too, for him. It was a little bit easier for him to tackle. And then he took that success and that information, and he went and he used it and applied it to his driving, keeping his ball in play and getting over his driver yips. Right. So for Adam, he's like, my putting's pretty good. Now what's next? What's my next step for me to up level and start performing better? Where am I getting in my own way? It was clearly with his driver. 
So you might get there and go, all right, now I got my chipping down. What's my next thing? I can get a little bit better on my putting and start just being curious. If you're not willing to be curious, you become the effect of your own brain. You do the mindless eating. You do sleeping through the snooze. You hit a bunch of really bad chip shots and you blame yourself for not practicing harder or needing a new club or taking a new lesson when it isn't that. When the truth of the matter is you know exactly what you need to do. You need to be curious on why you're not doing it. 2022 is your year to stop underperforming. Start tackling one thing at a time. Pay attention to what you're doing, how you're feeling, what you're thinking. Go through the three stages of awareness and don't judge or shame yourself along the way. You're going to first notice it after it happens. If it takes you two weeks for you to keep noticing it over and over again, that's fine. Then you're going to start catching yourself while it's happening in the middle of it. And then you're going to start noticing it before it happens. And when you notice it before it happens, that's where you really start shifting things. You can do this, my friends. 2022 is our year. If I can help at all, I encourage you to either reach out, jump on a call with me, learn more about what it looks like to work with me one-on-one, or at a bare minimum, jump into the Mental Game Fix, which is the foundation and the fundamentals for how you shift your brain, how you manage your brain so you can get the results that you want in any area of your life. All right, you got this. I'll talk to you next week. 